first discussion in this segment is the Xayir Sakosov of Baal of Eloi. The Torah tells us that if the owner of the item is working for the Shemer at the moment of Sheila, so then no matter what happens to the item afterwards, according to the Ikrashita and the Gemara, even Pshia, the Shail will be Potter. It's actually interesting. Chaznish writes that in all Inyane Mammon, we find Xayir Sakasov to make the person Potter. And I want you to recognize that Parnasa is still Menashevayim, by Caleb, by Bar, the Potter on Caleb. Aish is Potter on Talmud. And Shemrim are Potter from Potter when it's Baal of Imach. Xayir Sakasov, to remind the person what he has and what he doesn't have is totally on the Rebbeinah Shalom gift to get to it. But the halachas of Balaimai are basically very straightforward. The, 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 the sugya of Balaimai depends on the moment that the chafetz comes into the shemer, shayel, or seich, if at that moment the owner of the chafetz is working for the shemer, shayel, seich, doesn't make a difference whether the they started working at the exact same moment or the the owner started working before the chafetz came into the shemer shoshos if the owner is working for the shemer so then the shell's potter from ainsim shemer sachar and the shell potter named aveda and according to the ikashit in the gemara but even the Shemachinam is going to be Potter from Shia. Now everything is dependent on the moment of Sheila. If at the moment of Sheila, the Balabais was not employed by the Shemer, then the Ptur of Baal of Imai will not apply, even if the owner is working for the Shemer at the moment of the Ainus, at the moment that the Chafetz is destroyed. It makes no difference whether the owner is a paid employee or if he is a nishal, he's a non-paid employee. If he volunteers himself, there is a machlekes in Shulchan Aruch, whether that is considered to be working. Even if the owner of the animal has a benefit from helping out the shaker. For example, he volunteers or he's hired to load the animal. And the reason why he took the job is Gufa because he wants to protect his animal from being overloaded. In all of those cases, the Ptur of Baal of Imai would apply. There is a fascinating discussion which begins with a Rambam. What happens if a woman rakes household items which belong technically to her husband. The Rab teaches us if a woman breaks Caleb in the house at the time when she is working beside Besa, Petura she's Potter. And the Rab says This is not a halacha. Technically speaking, 
she is both a shamer and a mazik on a shamer on the household items which belong to her husband. And in this case, she's a shtickle of mazik because she broke it inadvertently. But the Rabbi says that this takana, if you will not say this to be true, ain't shalom such bias loyal. Never be shalom bias. Either she's constantly going to be paying, or she's not going to do her jobs as a wife because she's scared it's going to cost too much money. And therefore, they, they made such takana. The Bhagavad brings that the makar of this takana is a Yushalmi. The Raven argues, and the Raven says that the woman is potter without the takana, the woman is potter because although she's a shamer, it's a ball of Eli. The husband is working for her. The financial income which the husband gives to the house is to support her and the family, and therefore the husband is working for her, and therefore it's a classical case of ball of Eli. The question over here is, is that over here, she broke it. We're not talking about that uh, Ganif got into the house and stole the items. So then, she's a shamer, and we'll have a tour of Bolo and we can debate whether the husband's working for the wife, the wife's wife working for the husband, is the husband always working for the wife, and we can discuss Bolo But the greater question presented by the Mishnah is that L'chaira, we're not talking about a case of She'ela, but rather we're talking about the case of Mazik, Mazik Rishayik, but we're talking about a case of Mazik. And Lechaira, even by Pshia we find in Lechaikas, whether there's all of Ima or not. But Mazik, Lechaira, there's no all of Ima by Mazik. And the Mishnah Melech learns in the Raivet, that the Raivet telling us a sheet of Chudeshes, that even by a Mazik Rishayik, there could still be a tour of Baal of Imai. And usually it's hard to be a moment if one has even one mission on his side, he could say Kimli. And therefore, this Raven would allow a Kimli or force some sort of shot alcohol in a situation where there's a Mazik Ba'inis in a case of. In, in Mazik Ba'inis, where it is Ba'al of Imai. There's a beautiful piece, Navi Ezri, other Ephraim say the same, and they want to say that Mazik Ba'inis is only a case, Mazik Ba'inis is only a case, when I'm sitting by Spanish learning and there's something behind me and I move my chair and I didn't really see it. Those are Mazik Ba'inis. If something is put into my hands by the Bailin to use, so then even if I break it since that only has the regular darga of Pshia and Shemer. And therefore, this halacha of Baal of Imai would only apply to something like a, a wife who's doing household chores or to an uman who is trying to fix something. So over there, you can't really call it Mazik Ba'inis because it's put into my hand to use, to play with, to, to, to fix to pull, to push, so therefore you can't really call me a ma, a, ma, um, a mazik, and it goes more to shame shaver, and it goes to gidre pshia. That would be the opinion of the of the raven, and therefore the raven cannot be applied 
to all situations. But for these situations where we're dealing with a woman, we're dealing with a dry cleaners, we're dealing with a repairman, so then one of the factors would be if there would be a case of all of Imai, you would have this private that one would have to work into the final uh, the final halacha. If somebody wants to make a shamer, would not be chayev So then uh, the many places will hold that it's one only comes chayev if a proper kinyan is made. So if one wants to make sure that the shamer is truly chayev, one should make sure that a proper um, a proper kinyan is made. And there is tremendous discussion what happens about communal workers, either when they're actually working for the community or they're actually working for one individual in the community. And just that creates a ball of evil situation. If one borrows something from a solo member when he's on call or taking care of this particular person or maybe somebody else even, that's a discussion in the place given community members when and under what circumstances would there be a potential tour of Ball of Ibai? And it's fascinating because the Gemara generally does not give us suggestions how to make other people not pay. But the Gemara does give us a situation, give us a suggestion. And the Gemara tells us that if you want to borrow something and you don't want to be shy of, the Gemara suggests that as the fellow is coming to bring you the object, you should ask him to um, give you a drink of water. If he's being basic, he bring you a drink of water, and at that moment, you make him a shicha on the chayfet sashol, you will be butter. If the marshal is well-versed and watches video, he'll first tell you, don't be so thirsty, let's first take care of the shayla business, and then, and only then, will I lend you my objects. The next thing that we have to discuss is the halachas of Shemesh HaMosel HaShemer. Shemesh HaMosel HaShemer is the principle that if I lend you something or I give you something to watch, this applies both to Shemira and to Sheila Schiris. I want you and only want you to watch it. I'm not interested in it being in anybody else's hands, and I'm also not, not trusting anybody else. But I give you a chafis to watch, so obviously I'm entrusting you that you're going to watch it well, and you're going to go ahead and make the required shuas. You I trust with the shua, the person that you give it over to, I may not trust with the shua. And when I give you something, when I give you something to watch, I lend you something, it's yours exclusively. If you have a problem, you can't watch it, you have to get out of town, you have to bring it to Besden, and Besden will take care of it. But to go stop, pick another watchman on Bachman, and for sure, if I lend you something, to go ahead and let somebody else use it, that is, you have no permission to do such a thing. Even if it's a Tvar Mitzvah, if it's not the type of object that we say, Nichleim, the Ovid, the Mitzvah, the Mitzvah, the Mitzvah, the Shemer, Shail, 
would not be allowed to go ahead and give it over to anybody else. It's very interesting to note that although Shemir Shemos Shemir in certain halachas may have a halacha of even a shlichas yad, like we saw in previous segments, however, it does not make the loss of Shia Sefer Vitus. And therefore, if the original if the original Shemir knows what happens and he can make a shua or we bring aid in, so then there is no chiyuv because it's called Shishayvitis, giving it over to somebody else. Now, there are several exceptions to the Shemir Shemos Shemir rule, and basically there's two exceptions. One exception is, we say that Taldash Ishtayubanov, that for adults, over Barabbas Mitzvah, will live part of the household, so when you are mafed something by a person, you know that he's not going to watch it sometimes. Sometimes his wife will be watching it. Sometimes his children, Gedalim, will be watching it. Household members will be watching it. This halacha is so far reaching that even what's the Gantoa Sheila, we say that if I trust you use my objects, I even trust family members to use the object. So if I lend somebody a car, his wife would be allowed to drive that car. If you follow the Shatalaha, it should sound that even children over Barabbas Mitzvah would be allowed to um, drive that car. I'm sure that someone without a license is definitely a shimmer from the Dallas Balabayas, and one that would have to figure out the Minnika Medina is when you're still dealing with um, new drivers who people generally don't trust with their car if that would be so far reaching. But ultimately, you know, if I borrow a car, and I use it to teach my child how to drive. Strict halacha would seem as yes. But that probably is something which people are generally macked on. But in a fully adult child, a spouse, so that would be butter. So that's the first exception. It's both in the responsibility of shaymer by a shaymer, and it's by the allowing to use it of a shayam. The other exception is somebody who is darke lahafkin. Someone who is darke lahafkin, if you know that the original person generally trusts this other fellow with this object, so then you would be allowed to give it to him to watch. If you know he generally trust this other fellow to borrow this object, so then he's only allowed to lend it to him. The shach is a supik, somebody who in general generally allowed allowed to watch, so now can we assume that you would allow him to borrow? Obviously borrowing is more dangerous, but somebody who you generally give it over to to watch or to borrow, that would be allowed. Now that's provided that the circumstances are more or less the same. You know, if a person now has much less money than he used to have, and he wouldn't have enough money to go ahead and uh, pay for the item if it got lost or stolen, so that's a change of circumstance, and we wouldn't say that you will mafkid al das, that you can go ahead and give it to this particular person. And, uh, or for some reason, the person would be less trust- trustworthy 
then you, you know, then when you get when you got a list, so now it'll be an exception. But barring those exceptions, you can only give something to someone who we know that this fellow trusts, even if the velt holds of the person you give it to is more trustworthy than the shamer itself, that's not a heter to give the object over to him. In this category, you also have you know, people who you know that they don't actually watch it themselves. It's well known that they're going to go ahead and give it over to a shamer to watch, give it over to the secretary, or the like. So in that case also, we understand that that was the original das of the mafkid. That was the original das of the mafkid. And therefore, that would also would be butter to give it over to him. You know, a person who generally has dry himself, you know, he has a, a, a rav or a shiva, generally has a bacha driving him. He never drives himself. And he goes ahead, he calls up one of the balabats, and he wants to borrow a car. So Tintachim, it's understood that he's not going to borrow, he's not going to drive himself. The shiva driver is the one who is going to go ahead and drive the car. The final discussion is a person gives an object to a shamer or a shale. And when one does that, it can be open-ended or there could be a specific time for which it is given. And what we'd like to discuss is when and under what circumstances could the balabayas be chaser, and under when and under what circumstances could the shamer be chaser. If there's no specific time for the shmira, so then the shmira lasts for as long as it lasts, as long as the shamer chinam is watching it. He's watching it as long as the shamer sacher is watching it. He is watching it. He'll get paid for as long as he watches it. The shale will use it, the seicher will use it, and pay the rental fee. And at the end, and at any time, when either one of, one of them wants to terminate the agreement, that is perfectly fine, and then the shale will stop using it, and the shale will become no longer responsible, and that's basically subject to, to its can be called or ended by each person at whatever time they want, and the deal ends when the chayfetz is successfully handed over to back to the rishos of the mafkid. What's more complex is, let's say there's a certain zman, if when it was originally borrowed or lent or rented or for a shmira, a specific zman was was spoken out, and as we mentioned before, a Kenyan was made. So, if it's a time, a week, a month, a year, so then the deal cannot be terminated until the end of that week, month, year, as we, as they made up. Sometimes someone borrows something until he goes to a certain place, or until he does a certain pu'ula. So there the Aruch HaShulchan explains that the, the owner can't get it back until the pu'ula is done, and the shale does have a certain amount of latitude 
not to do it right away if you're so desirous. However, Baruch HaShulchan says that there is a point. There is a point where he will, uh, Benz will tell him that either he has to uh, do it already or give it back. But basically, if one bar, rents, bar, borrows something for a specific cause or a specific trip, it's more in the shale's hand to decide when to do it, and the marshal cannot get it back after a proper Kenyan was after a proper Kenyan was made. The Mechaber, the Gibble teaches us, if if the Chafetz was given to the Shamer for a Zman Yedua, that the Shamer cannot force the Balabayas to take it Now, this halacha, if one thinks about it, is a very fascinating halacha. Because the pile, the shamer is a pile. The shamer is a pile. And since the shamer is a pile, so a shamer has the ability, to be chazer And since the shamer has the ability to be chazer so why can't he back out and stop doing the job that he's doing? And the Chesam Seifer explains that obviously what's negated to the job, he can give it back. However, however, he'll still remain responsible. In other words, the shamer did two things. He's watching and he took responsibility. So, okay, Shemachina is no longer a Pshia once it's back in the Bible's hands. But by Shemachar, Neva Veda, although he can back out, but he will, he will retain his responsibility. And obviously we're talking about, about the Pilot being Kaiser, where it's not a Dover of it to the Balabayas, where the Balabayas out of town, now he's going to put it back and that would be a Dover of it to the Balabayas. It's not going to get But the Chesam understands that the Pilot can be, the, the Shemachinam, Shemachar, Shemachar more, can stop their responsibility to, to watch, but they cannot stop their responsibility for their Achrayas. That's the Pilot being Kaiser from Balabayas. Let's say the Balabayas wants to be Chaser from the pile. So why is Shemachinam? So Shemachinam has no gain. There's no reason why he should be able to take it back. By Shemachar, again, the rules of Sechir's Pailim would kick in, and he may have to continue to pay him, depending on the circumstance. It may be less because Pail Bakhla is actually working, but because of the wages that he, the wages that he promised. Right, they then stop. So therefore, the marshal could be Either one of them could end the deal at will. However, it's a zman kotsov. Once a kinyan is made, so then it goes till the end of the zman kotsov, even if the shell dies. So as we learned earlier, the children have the right to use the object. They use the object. They use the object even though the, sh- the actual shale is not alive. is so far reaching. The Mechavit Shilin Gibel teaches us that someone who borrows something for his man and then this man is over. He borrowed for a month and now the month comes and now the month is over. So we have to discuss this on the shale's angle and we have to discuss this on the marshal's angle. So on the shale's anger, 
so he's not allowed to use it anymore. Also, since the Shayla ended, the Shayla is no longer Chayev Baitzim. However, it says Shacharov that he will be Chayev on Gneva Aveda. This is like that Shaymer Socher, like the Socher. He's not getting paid, but since he's Nene, he's Bahana, he'll be Chayev on Gneva Aveda, he will not be Chayev on Shmir Gula. A Shaymer Socher, after the Zban, that was made up. So then, he's downgraded to a Shemachinam, and he will no longer have his Achrayas, a Shmir Mu'ula, and the Baal Bayis will not have Achrayas to pay him.